Welcome to the House of Lee NYC. Be uplifted, informed, entertained, and find tips for resourceful living. Hi, I'm Lee. Thank you for stopping by. In this episode, I'm going to share with you some tips on negotiating a contract if you're trying to work abroad. And today with me is Harold DeRolf, who has extensive experience working abroad. And I need to let you all know that Harold and I know each other from Japanese class. I asked him one day if he would share his tips because I overheard him negotiating his own contract. <laughs> and we are on location in a New York City taxi cab. Give listeners a quick background on working abroad in Japan. Yeah, so I worked in Japan back in the 90s.、Um, lived there for about 12 years and worked for one of the big financial companies. I was、uh, you know, on the trading side at an investment bank and、um, had a great experience. And how many times have you worked abroad?、Uh, that's the only time that I've actually lived abroad. I mean, I've traveled all over the place, you know, London, Hong Kong, all the financial centers. And how many times have you had to negotiate a work contract?、It、really just twice.、Um, so, like, The first time when I went over there, you know, if you're going over to a foreign country, you want to go as an expat. And what, what does that mean, going as an expat? Sure. So, expat is expatriate, and basically it means that your company is sending you to a foreign country for, say, three to five years, you know, to basically accomplish some goal where they need a foreigner、uh, in, in a, an overseas market. So,、um, I was sent to Japan basically because I have certain trading skills or understanding of the U.S. financial markets that, the, you know, the Average Japanese client or、uh, salesperson wouldn't have. So, in other words, the goal is to be transferred by your home company to a foreign country. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's,、uh, if you're going to go overseas, that's the best way to go for a lot of reasons. So, let's talk about do you want to share some of those reasons? Yeah, it's basically about the, the package that you can get. I mean, if you just show up in Hong Kong and try to get a job, then you're going to get treated as a local. So, you want to be treated as an expat, which means number one, you're going to get things like housing allowance. So, if you own an apartment in New York and your company's sending you to Japan, they don't expect you to have to take on an entire second rent or household. So, they're going to pay you a housing allowance to cover that. You know, they're also going to get you a real estate agent to help you find the place. So, that's kind of the most basic expat. Benefit that you should look for if you're going overseas. So, now the focus of this episode is to share with people who are thinking of working abroad some things to ask for when negotiating a work contract in a foreign country. Harold, what are some things that people should ask for that maybe they wouldn't have thought to ask for? Sure. Again, the, the, the main thing is the housing allowance and a real estate agent to help you find something when you get into the market, local.、Um, obviously, you're going to want the company to pay for your move.、Uh, it's very expensive to move internationally. You should also try to negotiate that they guarantee that they'll pay for your move back.、Um, you know, assuming you don't get fired for cause, then you know, let's say you, you decide you want to come back or you want to leave that company, it's, it's good to try and get them to guarantee you a move back. Cost of living adjustment is important because let's say you're working in Japan, you might be getting paid in yen, and all of a sudden the yen dollar goes against you. and You know, you're saving in dollars, but the yen gets very weak. So, you know, your, your dollars, you can't buy as many dollars, or vice versa, you can't buy as many yen. So, a lot of companies will give you a cost of living adjustment based on exchange rates. 
If you have kids, you better be ready for the international school. Extraordinarily difficult to get into the schools. Just just actually getting admission is very difficult. And then obviously the cost is the same as New York. I mean, you're going to spend fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, you know, to send your kid to 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 school. So you want to get the company to try and agree to to cover some of that if you can. You're going to have tax issues. You know, you're working abroad, but you're still liable to file U.S. tax returns. And there's tax equalization treaties between different countries. So you basically want to have, you want to make sure that the company's paying for a tax preparation expert, because I guarantee you there's no way you're going to figure it out on your own. Um, I think that's kind of it. The only other thing I would add is if you're going to a foreign country where they don't speak English, you might want to try to get them to throw in language lessons. You know, if you're going to Japan or if you're going to, you know, Hong Kong's all English, but let's say you're going to, to Beijing or Shanghai, then maybe they could throw in uh, a Chinese teacher. But it's definitely helpful not only to get around, but also to help you with your, your coworkers. And what, uh, what happy advice or anything else you would like to share with people when they're searching for jobs abroad? Uh, look, I would say if you have any inclination you want to work overseas, you should just go for it because it'll be the experience of your life. A lot of times it can help elevate your position in the company. You'll get more responsibility faster than if you just stayed at the home office. And as long as you negotiate a way to come back, then it often enhances your career and helps you. You know, it, it gives you a kind of a an international experience and a, and a, and a viewpoint that your other coworkers won't have and it will help you in your future. And didn't you meet your wife overseas? Yes, I did. I, when I first moved to Japan, I, I moved over there to study, um, but uh, ended up meeting my wife, and, you know, the rest is history. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye, Harold. Right. <laughs> and another point that Harold brought up in one of our previous conversations is to negotiate for airfare, whether that's one round trip ticket a year, two round trip tickets a year. So that's something for you to think about as well. And definitely with the moving relocation expenses, the cost of a broker if that particular city in that country has one. So I hope that helps some of you considering working abroad and negotiating a contract. And who knows, when you go, you may just meet your significant other. Good luck. Bon voyage. Always wear a seatbelt in the taxi, folks. Stay safe. Bye-bye. So that wraps up this episode of the House of Lee NYC. Please subscribe so you don't miss out. And please, please head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review if I've added a little something special to your day. It helps me to help you and your friends. Oh, and visit me at thehouseofleenyc.com for today's show notes and follow-up information. Finally, if you feel you have something wonderful you think folks would love to learn or know about, drop me a line for consideration also at houseofleenyc.com. So until next time, thank you for stopping by.